It's going. Oh, yeah, nah, pretty good. Singing, we should chuck a podcast. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah, no, nah, I can't come around. Let's do a thing. Oh. G'day everyone, welcome to the future <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to Spaceship, what do you reckon? Oh, this is unbelievable So today guys, uh, we went out before the show And uh, we, we did some splashing out Mate, we've had a big day we've We had actually very, have, yeah. We've had a big weekend and a big day So what did we do? I, I drove here from the sunny coast We got here Straight to hit Well, talk some shit first Oh, yeah. Because that's what we do. Always. Straight to hit. Yep. Did a workout there. Saw our good friend Sean and Sam Duncan. Yep. Uh, had an awesome workout at Cabalabar. Did the block run before it as well. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't expecting that. I was like, oh. I wasn't. But no, well, we rocked up half an hour early. I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Do you want to go for a run around the block? Fuck. And then, yeah, and you're just like, oh, my, how, how big is the Kiwana one? You're like, okay. This one's 1.3. <laughs> I just guessed. So, yeah. Someone's going to get mad at me now if, if I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's 1.4. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so then we, we finished up at Hit and then we went for a drive. Had to do, I stitched you up. I'm like, hey, bro, I've got to actually go via the post hub to send off some orders. Yep. So I was an employee for Shred Life for about 35 <laughs> seconds. Yep. And that was great. We saw a dog. And then we went and got this space bloody looking thing. What a bit of kit. It's all. It is kit, and we still have all the gear and no idea. No, well, we, actually, when we started this, we like we thought about looking at the instructions. It was either that or just be blokes and piss them off. I didn't think about it for a second. Oh, sorry. There was no thought. Oh, you just sorry. clarified it out yeah, loud. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we are. Uh, it's pretty simple. We set it up. There's all these different colors on the thing. Yep. But there's this big button, and it has REC record. Plugged it in, turned it on, press record. This is the thing. And there's bloody things going off on this little screen. And Do we get employed as Apple geniuses now at Apple stores? <laughs> <laughs> We're Pretty geniuses. Much. So this is actually, this is a roadcaster. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's a bit of a milestone. We've done yeah. 10 episodes in yeah. the bag. This is number 11. We're feeling good about it. We know we want to continue. So this is a little bit of uh, investing in the future. It is. This, this is <laughs> what happens after the next 10 Bloody hell. There'll be some sort of small investment after that, surely. Yeah. A new table. Well, because people always want to get like um, like Joe Rogan's microphones, better yeah. ones, but I like these because it makes me feel like we're sports broadcasters. Exactly. No, actually, uh, <laughs> the first thing um, Kurt said when we were doing this, like, it looks like you like NASCAR commentators <laughs> yes I'm like that's sick <laughs> I feel like you know in Happy Gilmore the, the golf commentators yeah. for the PGA tours I saw one of those guys with a plastic beer dispensing helmet <laughs> what a shot by Happy Gilmore <laughs> who the Ooh, hell is Happy Gilmore <laughs> so yeah we've uh, sick this is the thing this is the thing I, I love it but uh, on today's topic fucking nothing oh <laughs> except uh, thunder uh, yeah. what a weekend what a weekend, mate. Well, last night, we, uh, for those that know me, uh, know I'm a loud and proud Storm fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we took home the win, the grand final, the big trophy. Amazing. It Smithy, was, what an effort. Well, th- everyone was expecting after the game when he was doing his thing, because he, he, he said, and lastly, twice in his like, thank you speech at the end. Yeah. And when he said, and lastly, the first time, it was about something else about thank you to the other. It was like, this is it. Yeah. And then he said, 
And then lastly, I was like, you just said lastly, what's this lastly thing? And then he just went on about something else. So he's still not retiring by the sound of it. What a bloke. But then there was the thing, like uh, this funny interview from uh, Brendan Smith after I saw, and he's just been like, I think we all just got to like lay off him and ask him if he's going to retire because look, he's basically a coach and you know, while he's still in the team, uh, like I might have a chance to win more rings. So yeah. I reckon just keep him here. Fair, <laughs> fair shake of the sauce bottle. Yeah. yeah. You get the sense that Cameron Smith will probably die on the field with the football in his yeah. hand. Yeah. 60 something years old, well, still running it. I think I worked it out. If he started 18, I, I think he did uh, first grade football. And now he's, turning 38 next year, he spent more of his life in first grade footy than anything else, like the other half. Yeah. Like, yeah, wow. That's M- huge. More of his life in first grade football than not. Yeah. That's crazy. So I think it's like when you're trying to get someone to hurry up and retire, it's just like, I don't know, maybe he just doesn't want to. Yeah. Like yeah. clearly. So anyway. Yeah, that's wild. That's up to him. It was a big weekend for sport. Uh, obviously, the AFL Grand Final happened on yep. Saturday night. Yep. And what? Richmond Tigers took it again. They took it again. Um, and old Dusty got another medal. Yes. Yeah. That was actually a good game. That was a comeback. Tennille has never really paid attention to AFL. I don't really, but I do watch the Grand Final every year. Mm-hmm. And she was hyped on. She's like... What the hell is going on? It's just they're just tackling each other, running around they're like kids, and <laughs> it's chaos. Yeah, it's it's such a chaotic game. I remember I played AFL for a little bit in high school, and um, like always been a a rugby boy, always, yeah. and then played a little bit of AFL, and that's what gave me an appreciation for it because like yeah. this is hard. Yeah, like you have to be so good at like constantly running, kicking, catching all yeah. the time. Then you've still got to tackle. Like yeah, it's nuts. Like those guys are. Yeah. Wild athletes. They are. And I remember because there was a huge storm coming into Brisbane. There's been storms every afternoon this week. Mm. And um, the they were like talking about cancelling the game or something or postponing it. <sighs> and like this guy messaged me from Melbourne and asked, he's like, oh, do you, like, is the weather really bad? Will they cancel the game? I'm like, would they actually even do that? Yeah. I don't think it's just rain. No. But then I, I found out they have to delay it if it's an electrical storm. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I okay, think that's that the case with, with most things. Yeah, because um, I remember, like we were saying in that other podcast about the footy chat, when we went to um, Suncorp that game and it was just a <laughs> typhoon. Yeah, you know, yeah. Torrential downpour. Yeah, but they still played the game, which is, but there was no electrical storm that night. So I was like, oh, okay. That's yeah, fair, fair enough. enough. Uh, what else? We had the UFC on the weekend, which was big, which stitched us up as well because we yeah, thought it was going to be broadcast at a normal time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the early prelims start at 1 a.m. Yeah, so I didn't watch any of that. Yeah, well, I, I basically, I got up at 1 a.m. because I wanted to watch the first fight. Um, and then I sort of like drifted in and out of sleep and then woke up again for the fights I did want to see. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the... the uh, women's fight that I wanted to watch with Maverick and she won and it was amazing. And then uh, Jacob Malkoon, who trains with Robert Whitaker, yeah. um, unfortunately a very early TKO for him. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good result, but yeah, Robert Whitaker won, then Habib Namagomedov won as well and retired. You can say his name. Yeah. I'm never going to Habib Abdul Manapovic Namagomedov. Like I struggle with gratuity. <laughs> let alone any of that, them names bloody hell yeah. good, on, good on you good work yeah. Uh, so yeah uh, so he took the uh, he retired after it didn't he yeah he so he's 29-0 perfect 
fight record. Yeah. And um, because his dad died earlier this year and yep. his dad was his coach his whole life. Yeah. Um, and so he was even um, unsure whether he was going to do this fight because he's yep. like, I don't know if I can return to fighting without my dad there. Yeah. And then he spoke to his mum about it and was like, one last one in his memory and then that's it. And yeah. he's sticking to it. He he retired, put the club gloves down on the canvas and that was it. It's only a matter of time before Conor McGregor comes out and talks some shit, tries to get him fired up. Oh, for millions of dollars and all that crap. Well, see, the thing is that Habib's not like that. Like, he's just like, I choked that guy out. It's done. Yeah. Like, I don't, there's nothing left to prove. I'm better than him. Like, um, but yeah, Connor's uh, fighting in January. Dustin Poirier. I don't know what goes on with that whole, they, I swear every fighter retires 18 times in their career. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, Henry Cejudo's tried to do that and like, he's an amazing champion, but he doesn't have the following. Like, yeah. people aren't that interested in watching him fight. Yeah. Um, and so his retirement was almost a bit of a, like, well, now you're not going to have a champion in three weight categories. So when you come back with the money, I'll come back to the UFC. And it's just like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, which is unfortunate because he's an amazing fighter, but he's just so cringy. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen... If you look at Henry Cejudo's Instagram, he's the king of cringe. It's, it's so bad. Um, but he's an incredible athlete and an incredible fighter. So, um, yeah, and Connor's thing is weird. Like, he doesn't need to make any more money. No. He's got a lot of money. So, for him, I feel like it's being an alpha male and it's an ego thing. Like, he yeah. wants to stay relevant and prove he's the best and have people talking about him. And yeah, because it, hel- well, it does. It helps his other businesses. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's yeah. just, yeah. Um, and it's one of those things with him. Like I have, I, I love Conor McGregor. Yeah, I absolutely love him. And it's what people love to hate him as well because he's, you know, so obnoxious and arrogant, has the mm. gift of the gab. But it's all that entertainment side of him that makes him such a draw. Yeah. So it's like you're either there to like you know cheer him on or see him get smashed because yeah. you hate him so much. Like, yeah. um, and he's done an amazing job at cultivating himself as an entertainer. Yeah. And that ta- like often gets highlighted over his fighting ability. Yes. And so people start to talk shit being like, he's not even that good, rah, rah, rah. And let me tell you, he is fucking incredible. <laughs> like his form and the way he moves and his like fitness abilities, like he is an impeccable fighter. Yeah. He really is. Like you can't take that away from him. And the like with his fight with Habib, the... Biggest thing with that is that Habib is a world-class wrestler. Like, he understands wrestling and jiu-jitsu better than anyone, and he has the strength of it as well. Yeah. Um, and so, for someone that incredible, and the way that Connor was still able to keep him at bay yeah. until the third round, I think it was, mm. um, and having that onslaught of that constant pressure and muscle and uncomfortableness, like, you have to give Connor full credit for that because yeah. his jiu-jitsu and ground game had to be at such a high level just to keep Khabib away for that long, you know, just to survive. Him with uh, Mayweather, didn't he last longer than anyone else's lasted with Mayweather? Yeah, yeah. Like, Like, no one expected him to to do that well against Mayweather. Yeah, they thought he was going to get smashed in the first round and whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, no. But you ask boxing purists and they're just like, no, it was an embarrassment. He's terrible. It's just like, but they're the kind of people that are like, stay in your lane, you know? Yeah. Oh, if I had a conversation with someone who does boxing, they'd just be like, yeah, no, nothing. So this, I'll agree with you just to hurry this conversation up. <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but um, but when it comes to footy. Like, footy! Yeah, oh, I'll tell you what. Um, so, yeah. 
What else has been happening? Um, big release for Shred Life. Yeah, for mate. Range. It's, uh, it's been a good surprise. I had started working on that from um, May. So, wow. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but there was a lot of work that went behind this range. It was hard because usually when I do my ranges now, they are based off of uh, sort of going somewhere. For example, last year we went to the US to do the campaign. Yeah, so uh, it's very like the sports franchise yeah, based. Yeah, but, but then like the year before that, we went to New Zealand and did the whole mountains and all that. Yeah. So it was harder to kind of keep it in-house. So I think I focused more on designs this time mm. to be as appealing. Yeah. So it worked really well. I'm so stoked that the launch day and just, it was wild. Yeah. Like just things selling out so quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you had a really good idea as well of um, getting everyone onto that Facebook group. So they yeah. get like first yeah, the dibs end. at it. Yep. So that, that comes back to a uh, sort of a band way of doing things. Mm. When we used to like try to sell tickets and uh, just have being just having a small community yep. that knows before the public knows. Yeah. And it, it does help. And it also with Facebook and how they make you pay for literally everything now yeah. and advertising, uh, I wanted to avoid that as best I could. And for me to do that, I was like, okay, I'll start a group that I know will get a notification when things are happening yeah. instead of trying to go through their feeds on a sponsored post and that. Yeah, and then people scroll past yeah. it anyway. Like. And it, it's more interactive. Like, it, it is a smaller amount of people that will... I think in the end it was about just under 200 people that were in this group. Still. But I'm talking direct to 200 people. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. And, like, the beauty of it as well is, like, it feels like a little club, like yeah. a little exclusive tribe, and it's yeah. like we're all in on it and, like, yeah. it, it makes it more exciting and invests people more. And but like the point I was trying to make with that group is that the people that are in this group give a shit about Shred Life. Like, yeah. they support it genuinely. So, why they should have first dibs before anyone else. Yeah. So, that was yeah. kind of the idea of having a group that I could share that with. Yeah. So, that was cool. That really helped out. Now, by the time it went to the public, it was pretty much nearly gone. Well, yeah. That, this is the thing. It's like, like um, you've probably noticed I mainly wear, like, blank T-shirts these days. Like, I really don't mix it up a lot with designs anymore. Um but even still, like, I really liked this range. And, like, I always want to support friends' businesses. So I jumped on <laughs> and I was just like, no mediums ever. None. Gone. Uh, yeah, that, that was – it was not, ex like, unexpected for medium, large, extra large to go the quickest. Yeah. So I had to audit more of them. Mm. Um, the scattered things that are left on the website are those, like, either XXL, 3XL or small, extra small. Yeah. So yeah. everyone in this world – to me, seems to be an extra medium. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but that was sick. It was amazing effort. And like, um, that goes back to our, I think it was our first episode where we talked about, you know, being innovative through COVID. Yeah. And like, this wasn't COVID related, obviously, but it is one of those, like, it's such a small thing that you've done yeah. that really lit a spark under this release. And um, I, I think it's something that so many other businesses can take that idea now. And instead of, paying for these sponsored posts that yeah. ultimately don't really go anywhere because you're not increasing your audience unfortunately these algorithms just directed to the same people like yeah. so you get stuck in this echo chamber so it's doing things like that that one it benefits your range but two it benefits your long-term supporters exactly you know so so yeah uh, i think with the um 
it'll probably be something that I'll continue to do now. And if there's another brand owner that's listening, have a go at it. Yeah, you'll, you'll try probably it. see a difference because yeah. I've always done pre-orders, but this was the first time where I got stock in in a long time. Yeah, to see if I could do it, and I had to think like. Okay, I'm pretty much out of money now from ordering all this stock. I can't afford to do the thousands of dollars of social media marketing because yep. that's what we were going to do. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, I was like, nah, I need to think of something different. So I, I tried this and fortunately it worked. Mm. <laughs> it's uh, it's cool. It's like it, it really reminds me of like the punk DIY ethic yeah. that I love so much. And it's like guerrilla marketing because instead of pandering to the rules of these social media platforms and paying them yeah. to achieve a very small result, it's yes. you've gone against the grain and gone, no, 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 you've found a different way of doing it. And like that's how these things start to revolutionize, you know? Um, and yeah, I, like, I love seeing things like that where people just go, there's another way to do this. There's somehow we can do this better and not yeah. have to pander to these, yeah. you know, silly rules. And But it was, it was just cool as well is that the people that we do know, uh, they still had first dibs. So if yeah. I went down the whole uh, marketing way of trying to get as many new customers as possible, it's like, yeah, that would have been cool having heaps of new customers, but I've just, I was stoked that the people that knew the brand got first dibs yeah for sure so that that's just the benefit i guess of i don't know trying to be interactive still yeah 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 uh so yeah that's been my week very cool uh, very rad and coming up next week is uh oh, this will be able to but yeah just gonna do a pre-order to back it up so because it's all kind of sold out and it's a very cool range i'm sure there's people that um missed out that want to get on it like me. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, Ryan rang me. Um, Give me that shirt. <laughs> Ryan rang me as he was ordering. He's like, hey, mate, I'm, um, I'm on the page. There's nothing really here. <laughs> you don't have a lot. <laughs> so he's like, so what's left in this size? I'm like, oh, I'm just quickly talking. Uh, it's this. He's like, all right, I'll put that on there. <laughs> <laughs> but he was such a legend about it. I'm like, uh, I don't know, what else? Do you? you want some socks? He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll go back and get some socks. It's <laughs> like, hmm. But it was so funny. As he's like rang me, I'm like, look, because you're on the phone to me as you're ordering, I'm going to pack it straight away. <laughs> so he, he was actually... I wondered how he got it so quick. He got it, yeah, he got it quicker than everyone because <laughs> that he was on the phone to me as he was ordering and I was just being funny and just like, I'm going to pack this now. Yeah, because I saw his like Instagram um, story go up about it. Like it had arrived and he'd like, you know, doing yeah. a little post of it and stuff. I'm like, didn't that just get released? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? But so, yeah, no, that was cool. So yeah, uh, yeah, anyway, other than that, Bloody hell, just work, workhorse. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm taking time off. I'm loving it. Yeah, how, how many weeks are you having off? Five. That's <laughs> yeah, like Christmas Eve. It'd be great if spring. I could travel somewhere, but yeah. um, what else? Oh, uh, what week are we into the challenge? Is this week four of this the is challenge? week four of the challenge, and I don't know what I'm up to as far as am I kicking goals? I don't know. Do you, do you feel it? Do you feel I, different? I feel. Look, this is goes back to that whole sleep bullshit that I always talk about. Mm. I think because of this range, Tanil says, "Don't blame it on the range." Yeah, you knew what you were doing. I'm like, uh, just not sleeping. Yeah. So I, now that it's been released and all that, I've I slept ten hours the other night. Wow. Yeah. So it's just. I think now that this is out, I'm able to focus back on the fitness. Mm-hmm. So leading up to it, I probably I've given it. I reckon. 60, 70%. Uh-huh. So uh, this week, like for the example this morning, that was 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think I'm back on track now. Yeah. 
That was a good workout this morning. It was good. And mm. good way to kick off the week as well. Oh, exactly. Um, for me, personally, like I'm feeling really, really good. And it made me realize I was under eating a lot. Yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm trying to be intuitive with my body. You yeah. know, like drink water when you feel thirsty. Eat yeah. when you feel hungry. And, um, you know, I always rotate my proteins and try to get a good protein refeed after a workout, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I, I definitely was under eating. Yeah. Um, and so it feels good now. Like I'm getting, uh, you know, the right amount of energy in for what I'm expanding and I'm doing my workouts correct as well. Yeah. Um, and so Ryan gave me like an awesome program um, where I've been working on like heavy, like dynamic movements, like heavy loads, um, like just really loving my deadlifts and my squats and all that yeah. sort of stuff again. And um, I've also been uh, doing a few sessions with, our friend Callum O'Shea, who trains out of Hikuana Movement Co., um, and doing like some really cool bodyweight calisthenics stuff with him. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, like, working on getting explosive movements, and like, I've always been really bad at pull ups. Yeah. Like, you know, a nice wide grip pull up. I've always felt really weak at that. And it's yeah. like, this is my own body weight. Yeah. I should have the ability to, to lift, lift it when I want to lift it. Yeah. Why can't I? Yeah. So, yeah, we're working on that. And he's got like a whole range of really cool stuff for me. And, um, He's just a, like an awesome dude to hang out with. Like we just talk ideas and life and yeah. different things of training because like what I'm studying, obviously exercise and posture is such a massive part of it. You know, it's only a quarter of the parcel, but it is massive. And so I get to learn off him and we get to talk about different ideas. So anyone on the sunny coast looking for a trainer, um, I mean, hit Kiwana, all the hit facilities are amazing, but yeah. you can't go past like, um, yeah, the, the staff that they got there, like M Hazelwood for the, the sweat club. Got Callum O'Shea and then, of course, Captain Ryan. and Yeah. Yeah, so, like, with that dream team behind me, like, I feel like I'm just, like, smashing my goals at the moment. Like, yeah. I, I feel really good. And um, one thing that I'm trying this week is um, because uh, for anyone who hasn't done a challenge, you get your macronutrients um, dictated to you and your calories, as you would know because you're on it. And so you've got to make your meal plans for the day fit into that. So... What I'm doing this time around, because I want to trial it for when I go away to work, because yeah. the quality of the food isn't amazing out there. So that, my Muscle Chef brand, yeah. I've got a full week's worth of meals. So I've got four meals a day from them. And yeah. i got to tell you, it's so, <laughs> it's so, like they're really nice meals. Yeah. Um, and it's just like bunging in the microwave for two minutes and Done. meal. And like, it, so I can just taste crush awesome. everything else in my yeah. day. The only downside to it is like my body loves organic food because okay, like yeah. I always eat well not always but I really strive to eat organic and clean yeah. and um etc so that's probably the one downside yeah um but you know it's a bit it, it's a trade-off it's still like really good quality food yeah you know Actually, um, <laughs> this funny thing that happened this week to force me to eat more quality food is um when Tina and I do our weekly shop at the moment because it's like full of health at the moment like we're proud when we rock up to the trolley at the cash register, just full You're of judging other people's trolleys. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> it's just like they've all got all their Tim Tams and all that poison, and yep. we're just like just got all these lettuce and bloody tomatoes, avocados. Oh, yeah. Look yeah. at us. Yeah, <laughs> just all health, healthy kind of meats. But um, uh, one thing I bought last week was pears, and Tanil she cracks shits when I leave it there in the fridge and forget about it. So she's like, "You haven't eaten your pears." <laughs> 
so, I was like, I oh, know I was going to do it, but and she's like, no, I'm not chucking them out. You're eating them. So she cut them up for me. Mm. I'm such a kid, hey. <laughs> and she put them in the like sandwich bags, all cut up. And she's like, have you eaten your pears? And I was like, oh. and I'm like, you went to the effort of cutting them up for me. I have to do it now. Just force feed yourself yeah, all yeah. these pears. So I ate a packet of cut up pears uh, at about 10 p.m. the other night. <laughs> just like oh, I was all, like I was, I was hungry and there was the only thing when you're on a challenge and you're hungry there's no late night snacking yeah it's just, yep. and I'm like I'm hungry what can I eat and she goes there's the pears <laughs> alright god damn it yes yeah, so I was smashing into the pears this week <laughs> oh man so yeah no, but like, it's like what you said when you go you full judge other people I don't mean to but oh. it's just like, I know now what is in there. Yeah, and because, you know, like, I have an appreciation for organic food and natural whole foods, X, Y, Z. And so when you see people um, with their trolleys and you see what they're putting in their kids' lunches, yeah. especially, it's just like, I can't help but be judgy about it. It's just <laughs> like, I understand that not everybody has the same information that I do and, you know, yeah. the same amount of time to, you know, make yeah. food, whatever it might be. Um but yeah, when you just see like the Fruit Loops and the LCMs and the yeah. and it's just sugar and artificial flavorings and chaos and it's just like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> but is that just because they advertise it on TV? Oh, it must definitely. Be. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I've spoken about it so many times uh, that people still think the food pyramid that you taught in school is correct. You know, the yeah. one with like all the lollies and sweets at the top, and then all the grains and breads. Like yeah. that's what you're meant to eat the most yeah. of. And I spoke about this on another podcast that that came from nowhere. Yeah. Or maybe it was this podcast. I can't remember. Yeah. But um, yeah, that nutritional pyramid didn't come from anywhere. There was no scientific study backing that. There was nothing. Yeah. It was just someone went, I reckon this. And yeah. then we we're like, cool. It, it came Put from, it on the side of cereal boxes. It, no, it came from a giraffe that used to go to school. <laughs> good old, good old uh, Harold. Harold. Yeah. I wonder how many people will actually know that from hearing Healthy this. Healthy Harold. Harold. I reckon everyone who's listened to this would sure, surely be around that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I wonder what he's not a thing anymore. I don't think. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. What was that called? It was just Healthy Harold. Yeah, but like the the whole program and the van and stuff. I don't know. It, was, I it, it had a name. I remember because yeah, the puppet yeah. came out and <laughs> the, 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 no, the person like, oh, there he yeah. is, Harold. Yeah. Hello, guys. <laughs> but, um, and they give him an apple, and he's. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I used to love Healthy Harold. Oh man. Those were the best days at school, though, because, like, you didn't know it was coming either. It's just like, yeah. all right, class, we're just going to head outside for a second. Yeah. You're like, what is this about? Yeah. And then you see the van there, you're like, fuck yeah, the dark air-conditioned room with that giraffe. <laughs> I was just about <laughs> to say, it was air-conditioned. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, we didn't, yeah, so many schools didn't have air-conditioning back then. Yeah, mine didn't. But, so it must have been a thing in summer. It's like, yeah. we know how we can get them to behave for a little bit, put <laughs> yeah. them in this dark air-conditioned room with a puppet. <laughs> Uh, I think that was brought up on the school the other day. Uh, not in school. No, it was brought a topic on the radio. It was um on the radio? School. Yeah, was on, and they were saying about um yeah air conditioning and every school should have air conditioning now. And like the hosts were just like, none of us ever grew up like yeah. It was just you come in from lunch, sweaty as fuck, and then just they put the fans on high. Yeah, and you just stink for the rest of the day. Yeah. It's like that's that's it's character building. Yeah, none of these little bitches today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. Oh, anyway, 
What else going on? Bloody good. Uh, what I was talking about is how good is having a timer on this thing? Yeah, yeah. So um, for anyone who watches the YouTube, or even in, for you listening, our camera only goes to 29 minutes. Yeah. Um, and there are ways around that, but we're pretty stupid. The, the, we're going to wait another 10 episodes before we yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then we'll upgrade the camera yeah. situation. So, yeah, we have to wait to a certain point to stop the camera and start it again. And so if you've watched YouTube, you might notice like where There's I put a in a little crossfade. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what that's about. But now we've got a timer so we know when it's coming. Because usually we used to turn around and look at the computer. Yeah. Chuck, Start to panic. Yeah, chuck the computer out. Well, look at this. this. Oh, this is great. We're living in the future. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, is there anything coming up now like that's looking forward to? <laughs> I think we're just going to focus on fitness for the next month. Yeah, it'll pretty much have to be. I mean, everything slows down this time of year because Christmas. We've yeah. got Christmas coming up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Sports has all died in the ass. There, there might be oh, a there few is State fight of cards. Oh, of course, yeah. State of Origin in November. We should try to go to that. Yeah, we'll we'll see because uh, that'll sell out in a second. Yeah, it will go very very quick. Just with the restrictions and mm-hmm. Queensland, if it's a decider, it'll be half a second. Oh yeah, that'll be gone so quickly. Oh, but we'll definitely have a red hot crack at it. I'll, I'll do anything. I've still never been to an Origin game. I've been to 10,000 Storm games, but I've never been to an Origin game. True. Every every sport in the world, bloody haven't seen live. Man, Origin Origin. is a vibe. And actually, when I tell everyone that, they're just like, really, you? Yeah, (laughs) crazy. (laughs) I think I've been to like three or four. I think it's just always just wait way too long and then they sell out and I go, oh. That night, I'm usually working. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's nothing to have a night off just to, you know, see that. For a... Queensland derby right of passage. Yeah. Oh, I was like, no, it's actually not a derby, is it? A derby is when it's local. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know the actual meaning of a derby, so we're probably getting that wrong. But oh. like, it, it's a Queensland derby when the Cowboys and the Broncos play. Yeah. So there's a relation there. So yes. maybe this is this an interstate derby? I don't know. I don't know the meaning an of derby. An Australian derby. I'm not, not going to look it up either. I refuse. I'm just going to use the word and not know the meaning. Yeah, that's it. Good work. <laughs> All right, well, uh, yeah, what else? Uh, this is the, this episode was going to be about absolutely nothing. Nothing at Just all. Just talking shit. We, yeah. got, we got new well, kit. It's a catch-up episode. We got some new kit. We did some stuff where, or like, the end of this week will be the halfway point of the challenge. Yeah. Um, what's the, do you, Have you got a goal for the week? I've got to get the rest of these orders out. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot in there. So I've got to get that out. And then, um, yeah, I've got some Shred Life goals that I have to do but as far as like personal uh, ca- get the sleep pattern has got to get back on track uh-huh. that is a 100% must do sort out the sleep definitely sort, yeah and then um, so there's that and I guess well last night because it was the grand final and I thought this could be Smithy's last game I'll regret it for the rest of my life if I don't do this I had three beers mm-hmm. you're not meant to drink beers on the challenge no you're not yeah so I had three yeah. and had a Domino's pizza whatever <laughs> sick <laughs> so I definitely just wrote it off yeah but I had to do it yeah so um, it'll be a big week of training I think yeah yeah it will be for me as well regardless I mean I ended up having some beers last night as well because it was a friend's 30th yeah. and the grand final um and so just to explain for people like why when you're on the challenge, um, obviously it's a fitness challenge. Yeah. Like people are trying to lose weight, gain muscle, et cetera, et cetera. And the whole thing with alcohol 
is that um, most of it is just carbohydrate content. Yeah. Um, you'll see, if you ever look at the nutritional bar on your alcoholic beverages, mm. um, it's typically all carbohydrates, very little fats, very little protein, if any at all. Yeah. The thing about it is that the body treats alcohol as a poison. So literally your body goes, there's poison in the body right now yeah. and we have to get it out now. Yes. So... What happens is so many other um, systems actually shut down in order for you to just detoxify that as quickly as possible. And so that's why when you're having a session on the beers, yeah. you start to pee all the time. Yeah. And that that's um, also what increases your hangover because you're constantly dehydrating at the same yeah. time. But that's your body just working overtime, your liver working overtime just to get that toxin out. Yeah. Um, and so one of the byproducts of that is until that toxin, that poison is completely removed from the body, yep. it will shut down your ability to lose weight. Right. Because that's a survival tactic of the body is yeah. it, you store some body fat um, in the case of in lean times, yeah. that's what you're going to burn to survive. Um, so that, that's a system that will shut down because the body goes, no, we need to get poison out first. That, that's how severe the body reacts to this. Yeah. And so for um, depending on how much you drank and also certain people's metabolisms and um, other factors, yeah. uh, you know, you can be looking between like two to three days till that's completely out of the body yeah. and the system for you to be able to burn fat again restores itself. So that's why you're meant to avoid it. It's, yeah. But the other thing to be careful of is that, so I um, tracked those three beers as macros that I had yeah. and it was over 400 calories for yeah. three drinks. Yeah. Like that's a meal. Yeah, it like, is. Like that's a big meal, 400 calories. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just a little something there for people to think of is that like if you're trying to lose weight or improve your fitness goals and whatnot, that's how much alcohol affects this. Yeah. Um, so, and, and it's a big thing is that I was ignorant in the past of thinking you could out train a bad diet. Yep. You know, it's like, it's just energy in versus energy out. So yeah. it doesn't matter what I eat as long as the energy out, yes, you know, is exponential to that. I will lose weight. I will be fit. But it's, that's not the case. It's the quality of what you're putting into your body as well. Yeah. You know, if you're just pumping yourself with sugar and you know starchy carbs and gluten and alcohol all the time and then trying to train that off like yeah it's possible to lose weight as long as their energy expenditure is larger than what you're taking yeah. in but it you know there's neurological damage that happens like i spoke about with the alcohol just then it shuts off your ability to lose that fat and etc cetera, etc cetera. so it you know that's when people will start to find that um they'll have things like a little pooch belly. Like and yeah. I've had that. Like I always carry extra weight around here I and sort of on year. my thighs. Yeah. yeah. And that's because I'll get to a bad stage of my eating where it's like all sugar and like croissants and stuff yeah. like that. And it's like, even though I train hard and I work out, yeah. it's just that extra stuff that just sits there because yeah. I'm not really paying attention to what's going in and out of my body. You know? It sucks that it just goes there. Why yeah. Why can't it go somewhere else? Yeah. Like, Dick or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my toe fat yeah <laughs> just get bigger food yeah oh. but yeah so that, that's a little little point of interest for people to consider um and yeah bloody i don't know what are my goals for this week yeah i should ask you that uh, you, you're asking yourself the same question that i need to get better at that uh, it's all right yeah. um Hang on. what's your goals for the week 
<laughs> well, my thing through throughout this is three like powerlifting workouts. Powerlifting. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that's you know my yeah. deadlifts, my squats, all that kind of gear, and then um, I try and do my accessory work outside of that. So that's you know jujitsu, striking, any postural correction work yeah. um, that I try to do. I need to be better at stretching this week. Yeah. I, I haven't been good at it. I'm getting my rest time in, but I'm not doing enough of my stretching and, and posture work. So You were stretching good that. after the class today. Yeah, we did a good little, yeah. little sesh. That was You yeah. got straight better than anyone I've ever seen at the gym do. Oh, trust, really? trust me that. I'm usually just like, you know, one arm. <laughs> yeah, all right, go to work. But no, no good, good stretching. Yeah, so I, I need to get on top of that this week. And for the remainder of the challenge... Like it's it's something that I need to make a more set in stone path for myself of. Yeah, I know that. Um, what else? I got to nail down my business name and logo because it's, it's yeah, all actually, kicking we're, off. We're gonna try and hopefully today I might be able to get some time and work on that with you. Yeah, because yeah, yeah that that's gonna be sick when that starts. Yeah. So uh, next month I've got a big course through the in- institute, and that will be my last official qualification. Yeah. Um. Uh, as the last qualification before I start taking clients, yeah, because um, I'm I've got two more years of study, yeah. But from that point, um, I feel comfortable in myself with the qualifications and the knowledge that I've gained to start applying that knowledge, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to start taking clients out of the MMA gym, out of tribal, That's and sick. just start working on. It. I'm really excited. Some of the boys from like the striking classes have hit me up, and I already know where I'm going to go with it. Like, because so many of us have the same things, like from our lifestyles and our hobbies and our jobs where, you know, like sitting down at a desk all day or mm. driving a truck all day. It's like we start to get that forward posture and head carriage coming forward. So it's yeah. like bringing that back up, getting that first rib angle up, just, you know, and um, helping people to live, you know, healthier, happier lives. Like I'm yeah. just, I'm so excited to start, start down that. Cause like we talked in the depression and gratitude um, episode, sorry, the mental health episode um, is like my goal now is just to get, Everyone around me is happy as I feel now. Yeah. You know, and that's not to say I don't have bad days and challenging things because I absolutely do. But that's my goal now is just to spread this just, as far just as I to can. Posy vibe. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Um, good. So we've got things going on. Yeah. When are we going to do the next podcast? Are we? Because you've got five weeks off. Yeah. We can just, we can yeah. do it whenever. Yeah. Sick. Sick. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, today I'm grateful for our workout, our coffee, our time spent together, our new bit of gear. Yeah. Um, and it's Monday and we're just going to kick life in the face for the rest of the week. God, oh, you put me on the spot here for this. Um, th- I'll just do three things that I'm grateful for. Uh, grateful that we have, um, we, uh, I'm grateful that we started the week off right. Yes, absolutely. I'm grateful about that. Uh-huh. And I probably wouldn't have done it. If you didn't come down, I wouldn't have gone to the gym. True. So grateful it's, that it you It sets the up. right tone for the rest it of the It does. Uh, grateful that... <laughs> I'm grateful that the storm won last night. Without a doubt. So that's another thing. And one more for good measure. Um, all right. I've got to pick something random. Oh, no. You gotta, you're grateful to the supporters of Shred Life. Yeah. Right Bloody there. Oath. Right there. I, I'll, I'll tell you what, we can up that to, if I want to th- be grateful for everyone individually. <laughs> Just read out <laughs> we, the we, names. Yeah, if I a list of names, I can read out here. Order number 31. Actually, no, this is why um, I did a poll 
asking if it was if it actually made a difference because um, I do thank you cards mm-hmm. and I write on every single order. I write out a thank you card. Yeah. And I was getting to the point where I didn't know if it was even worth it anymore. If people just chucked them out or even read them. But the response I got was so big of people like, like a lot of people were trying to say, um, no, nah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. They'll try and say, or I'm just clicking no. Like, yeah, it's sick, but I'm just clicking no because I know it takes time. Yeah. But the people that didn't like appreciate it, they actually wrote to me. I'm like, no, this is kind of what separates you from other brands yeah <laughs> you actually take the time to acknowledge them yeah and i was just like even though the smaller percentage said yes it is good i was like that's enough t- for me to still do it for everyone else yes absolutely and those are key little differences that make it special yeah um and a really cool thing to listen to for anyone um thinking about these things of like how to make stuff more special for your clients um is the owner of johnny cupcakes you know that brand um so his name is johnny earl and if you put his name into youtube and um he does a lot of talks at universities for business classes and the so much of the success of his brand was not he's got really cool designs but so much of it was everything that went with it he made it an experience. So even if you were ordering online and yeah. getting it posted out, it was, you know, hand wrapped in a cool paper with cool mm. stickers. And um, I think he used to do little thank you notes as well that were yeah. handwritten and et cetera, et cetera. And then when it built to a point where he started having his own stores, he designed them like bakeries because yeah. um, for those who aren't aware, his brand, the little logo is a cupcake Cup- and yeah. crossbones. Um, and it's called Johnny Cupcakes. I just, um, think, I just think of Top of the Muffin. <laughs> top of the Muffin to you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And so he started out of, uh, I think it was Hollyoak, Massachusetts. And he ended up opening a store in um, Newbury Street in Boston. Yeah. And that was his first store. And he designed it like a bakery. So you walk in there and it smells like frosting. For starters, and it's got like it looks like a bakery, and it's got um, the display shelves like the Bain Marie type thing yeah. with baking trays, and that's what the, the shirts, shirts are presented are like, that's on. That's so good. And so then you get a little carry home case that's like a little muffin case as well, <laughs> like just things like that, like yeah. really well thought out and really cool. And when we went to Boston, um, it was Rani's first time, and Newbury Street in Boston is where all the boutiques are, yeah. um, and a lot of cool streetwear things as well. So we went there to have a look around, and go shopping and whatnot. And I was like, "Oh, Johnny Cupcakes!" And she was like, "Oh, I would love a cupcake right now." <laughs> and I was like, "I just didn't say anything. I just yeah. walked in." She was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. So but, yeah, oh, I think. Well, yeah, that's why I, I kept doing the thank you things, and then um. See, with the whole advertising social media where you pay to try and get to as many people as possible, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't actually think I want to be a huge brand. Like, it would be cool, but I have to, if I was to get huge, like to this other type of yeah thing, um, I would have to re-innovate again. Yeah, because it's almost like the personal touch that makes you exactly. unique. And it's that connection with your clientele as well. And that's, the, and that's where I was worried where, yeah, the brand is growing not rapidly quicker, but it is growing. Yeah. And I was like, this is, it's starting to take its time, but I don't want to lose that touch. Yeah, definitely. And people say, she's like, can't you just get like a generic thank you card? I'm like, no, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's, uh, 
I don't know. I'll cross every trying to get to that. That is different. Like a lot of um, brands do send out like a thank you card or like whatever little piece yeah. of material in it, a little card or something, and you kind of just look at it and go, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But when there's actual somebody's handwriting on it, you go, yeah. well, what is this yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, they know my name. Like, yeah. yeah. It's it's a huge point of difference. It really is. So yeah, if but if I was a brand starting, I always get asked uh, from young, I don't know, just anyone really, but uh, a new brand. Mm-hmm. someone who wants to start a brand, they ask me for, can you point me in the right direction in starting up? Yeah. And I'll give them these tips, but it'll just be like, have you got a name and all that? Mm. But then one of the things I'm like, don't try and go huge straight away. Yeah. And a yep. lot of people think that they'll buy a thousand shirts that they're going to sell a thousand shirts straight away. I'm like, yep. it's not like that at all. There yep. is so much other things that you need to have an idea on before you do it. Definitely. And it's like, you've got to have a quality product first and foremost you know and then you build your branding outside of that and it it takes time like and these things develop and evolve the whole time and i I saw there's always different ways to look at business and i saw something the other day that was like people think mcdonald's are in the fast food business they're not they're in the real estate business because they're they're franchises so what they do is they buy up real estate they put a store on it they put a franchisee in there who then pays them royalties back wow. so they've got worldwide real estate that their franchisees are paying them for what a mind blower that they, is they don't sell burgers I never they don't about make it. money off burgers oh that's they like, make it off real estate that's like the water bottle thing that i talked about like you don't actually buy yep they don't create water, water they water create company. water bottles yeah water bottles yeah oh. so yeah that's and um if people are looking into starting businesses Look at all these other successful people. Seek out their podcasts, their YouTube talks, like that Johnny Earl one on YouTube because it's the people who set themselves apart. It's looking at things in a different light, Yeah, you know? And another key thing is um, there's a guy, uh, an Australian guy, Brad Sugars. Um, I may have talked about him before. And the th- he has a quote which I absolutely adore. And he said... Um, if your business doesn't work without you there, your business doesn't work, you work. Yeah. And so yeah. that's the difference is that like if you're somebody who wants to build a successful business and then sit back and make money off it or are you somebody who wants to be involved day to day all the time and immersed in it? So again, there's another point of how to look at business wow. because like Shred Life for you is your baby and you're immersed in it and you're yeah. connecting with people and X, Y, and Z. So if you wanted to develop that to this massive stage like a Nike yeah. brand, you're going to lose that personal touch and you need to think of it as though like, well, the business has to work, yes. not me. Yeah. Because then you'll never succeed on a global scale like that. Yeah. And so it depends what you want your business to be. I think that's part of the reason why I put my face to the brand a lot now. Yeah. And I only started that probably about, I think, nearly two years ago now. Mm. But that's been hugely successful for you. That's been a... That like was the turning point real as turning well. point. That yeah. was a turning point because I was always scared to do it. I was just like, oh, I don't, people don't give a shit about me. Yeah. But then once I understood more about who I am and I'm just a dude, yep. like a normal dude, because I, I was getting emails from people like, oh, who can... Like thinking we're in this huge warehouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm, trust me, I'm no different to anyone else. Yeah. But it was cool to think that people thought we were a lot bigger than we were. Yeah. Because they wanted to speak to someone in administration or management and all this. It's just me. <laughs> Mate, I'm in my apartment in Marie right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like it was cool. But then once I put my face to it, the support was a lot more intimate. Yeah. And um, that's a huge thing with 
uh, us doing this podcast as well, it was a big struggle for me because like I always felt like I used to be somebody. Like I used to be yeah. in a band and that was a reason for people to give a shit. And so I, I didn't want to do this for a really long time because I was like, why does anybody care what I have to say? And then it got to the realization like this is an ego th- isn't an ego thing of wanting people to listen to me this is like for us yeah. you know and then if it benefits people sick yeah exactly um and where was i going with that point oh, i think you just you need to do things for you it's good to be more interactive or, yeah. or intimate just be personal be real yeah but also on that point is like today like i've been trying to like sort of put up um, stories on Instagram of yeah, yeah. our day, what we've been doing to make it a little bit different. And I struggle so hard at that stuff. Like yeah. to have the camera on myself and say stuff and not feel like a complete fuckhead. Actually, like, I didn't th- even think twice about that. You, you real, rarely do that. So good on you. I really don't do it at all. Like yeah. today, that was a bit of a out of my comfort zone type thing. Maybe because actually, you're so natural at it. Yeah, you that's do it probably why I didn't think twice about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so for me, yeah. like I'm just like, oh, yeah. 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 Because no one likes the sound of their own voice and all that crap. But no. Yeah. But actually, who am I speaking to about this? Because I'm used to my own voice now from editing these podcasts. Yeah, like, yeah. And making sure they're like, you know, didn't fuck up or anything like that. But the first couple of times I was like, oh, why does anybody let me speak? It was that, No, it was a mate from work who I, um, I spoke to about it. I'm like, have you ever like filmed yourself on Instagram talking? He's like, no, never. I'm like, he's like, I couldn't do it. So, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, oh. That is, a, yeah, that is a big comfort it's, barrier. Yeah, I it's actually, a big leap for some people. I did see another local brand do it this week. Yeah. That have never done it before. And he was speaking about, you don't see my face much. But um, so, yeah, he was like, yeah, I was a bit nervous about it. Yeah. But I was like, you've taken the first leap. And that first one sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he, I don't know if it was the first go or he's done a hundred goes before he posted one. Mm. I still do it. I, I, I'll start filming. And um, I can tell if it's going to be good or not before I finish. Yeah. So I'll stop it halfway through and be like, I need to start again. Yep. Yep. And yeah. And that's the thing is that like back yourself and have that freedom to go, all right, yeah. this isn't going where I wanted to start fresh. Yeah. You know? Well, Tanil actually used to watch me do it and she'd get up me if I was doing well. And then I was like, nah, it sucks. And she goes, there was nothing wrong with that. You were you then. Just yeah. post it. Like, oh, yeah. Right. So it's also being yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was a big thing for me is that like I've, I've never done that before. I don't like doing that. And oh, that's great. So, oh, it, Trust me, it gets easier eventually. <laughs> eventually. But, and you'll pick up on things. You'll pick up on um, how many times you say um or shit like that. Yeah, well, even from this Podcasting. podcast. And I noticed that with Ryan in episode 10 that I kept yepping him all the time. Oh, and yeah. so like when I was going back editing, it was just like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, <laughs> the old it's yep. not your turn. <laughs> oh, I pointed it out to Kurt last night when, I won't say the footy player's name, but um, no, nah, fuck it, I will. Uh, Josh Adokar. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, watch this. He'll say um before everything he says. Yeah. And he did the whole thing. And it was, I reckon he said it like, I don't know. It's just all, it's not just him. It's every footballer. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not paid to speak well. No. They're not paid to be eloquent. <laughs> but I said, but you listen to someone like LeBron talk. Mm. So correct. Yeah. Uh, but he's a freak of nature as well, that is. guy. He is. So, oh, yeah. but even though I think like Cameron Smith, he doesn't chuck the arms in. I mean, it's okay to say yeah. it here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's something that is just, it's a go-to straight away because I don't know what, to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Um, and it's something that I've tried to work on in the past. Instead of saying um or like, those sorts of things, just take a pause. Yeah. Like you feel awkward at first, but then you get used to it. And nobody else even notices. They just they just wait for you to start talking again. When I did my podcast, I'm really focusing not saying um and end and all that shit right now. <laughs> but when I did my <laughs> podcast with Dan... I um fuck. <laughs> I said like heaps. Yeah. And I ended up going through I said like I think fifteen times in under a minute. Wow. Yeah. So I cut them. Yep. I cut them down to about five. I was like, oh, that'll do. See, I just yepped you then. Um <laughs> people who there was an um. People who watch a lot of the Kardashians uh pick up their trait of saying like all the time as well. Yeah. Um like I just feel uh, like, like Yeah. <laughs> oh. You watch for it. Chicks who watch Kardashians, they drop like like crazy. It's not that we're trying to say that we're perfect because we don't do it as often. No, it's just not, we're just trying to pick stretch. ourselves up to not do it because yeah. there's no need for it. And it is also that thing that we talk about of like self improvement. It's yes. it's just a little thing that like <laughs> all I, it's all I can hear now But you know Tomorrow If you don't say like or um In a bunch of sentences You just go Sweet I, Like I'm better than I was yesterday That's like yeah. a little goal crushed 100% But yeah oh, that's We've been talking it. for almost an hour That's pretty good for nothing Yeah We came in here with nothing That's great I'm going to do a show about nothing <laughs> <laughs> How good Seinfeld Can we do a show on Seinfeld We'll just watch Seinfeld So many people uh, That's another thing That you and I Have definitely connected on Because you were the first person That joined the band That enjoyed Seinfeld Just as much as me uh, And yeah It was always hard to I always have a conversation Like do you watch Seinfeld at work Like I'll say Do you watch Seinfeld No <laughs> Damn. Get out of here yeah. Just leave <laughs> I'll do the work myself Yeah Yeah I, it, That's all It is such a big bonding thing When you can just drop a line From something And somebody goes Yeah <laughs> I know that one I know that I get it that was one of the things that we did in New York. I had to go to that restaurant. The Seinfeld stuff? Yeah, um, Tom's Diner. Tom's Diner, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was one of the things I had to do. And the Upper West Side, you can go the apartment building, like the outside shot of Jerry's apartment. Oh. Yeah, it's not far from Tom's Diner on the Upper West Side. I was going to find that. Yeah. People said go see the Friends building, but you're either Friends or Seinfeld. I was Seinfeld, so I yeah. didn't really care about I like both, but I'm definitely more a Seinfeld guy. But um, it's so weird to think that like Seinfeld, it's all done in LA. Oh, don't tell me that. It was a soundstage oh, in Los Angeles. Don't, oh, they just had external <laughs> shots from New York City. Oh no! Wild. Huh? Uh, <laughs> that's like Brooklyn. Illusion Nine. shattered. Yeah, that's like Brooklyn. There's two things about Seinfeld. There's that now, <laughs> but um, that the bass was recorded on keyboard. Yeah. Uh, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah. I was like. Bullshit, and then when I saw the video, I was like, oh, oh. what a ruiner. But uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, that was all filmed, that's all filmed in LA. Yeah, yeah. I think Friends was too, probably, and that's a New York yeah. City-based thing, but... Nah. What was filmed? Do you watch, have you watched Power? Uh, I tried, I couldn't get into it. Okay, well, that was all filmed in New York, so that's why I was frothing when yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess, Sick. What, am I, no, what, what it's called? Oh, uh, Law and, and Order. Order. Uh, which one is it? Are they all done there? I'm pretty sure, yeah. 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 I hope. <laughs> I want to find <laughs> out something it. different uh, now. You can tell by the streets and the smoke. Yeah, it's all shit. legit, yeah. Whereas like um, in Seinfeld, a lot of those yeah. street things, it's always the same street. Yes. Yeah. I was about to say, hang on a second. <laughs> in Seinfeld, it's always cold and shit. Yeah. Uh, All right, cool. I'll wrap it up there. Yeah, wrap it up there. Um, Great episode. Great day. Milestone for the boys. 
Full credit to the boys. Yeah, full credit um, to the boys. Everybody, do your stretches, drink your water, be grateful, kick life in the face. I hope you have an amazing week. I'm not going to top that. That was great. <laughs>